0: What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around, and we're gonna get started right now. Well, it's good to be back here on another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr., guys. And y'all, I am so excited about today's edition of our podcast. Let me, let me say this really quickly. If you have not downloaded this yet, I need you to do that, right? Because we're tra- starting to lean into the algorithm a little bit, and it would help us uh, from a discoverab- discoverability, if I can get my words out, uh, standpoint, if you guys would go ahead and download the podcast, uh, share it. Out uh, like it up and uh, let somebody else know that it's kind of dope so we all need some help Wednesday the podcast when we created it the whole purpose of recording this live on Clubhouse uh, was partly because I wanted to be able to leverage Clubhouse in a way that helped us to connect to other people here's what I know about most business owners there's a story behind your brand And I'm gonna promise you this, to the degree that you're able to lean into that story and leverage it throughout the messaging of your brand, you often will see a direct result on the back end of a growth spurt in your brand. In a blog on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asked this question. He said, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is that they are more memorable than facts. Actually, our brains are wired to respond to stories, metaphors and anecdotes Help us to relate ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories bring you and your listeners into a multi-dimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, emotions, making us feel like we're actually living. The story. On today's edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, the story behind the brand takes us to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, where our next guest uh, was born and raised and played on the playground most of her days. I know that was a little cheeky, but at any, at any rate, Ladies and gentlemen, just let's just give it up for uh, a young lady that I get a chance to work with in real life. I get to coach her in real life. Uh, she is a retired 29-year Army veteran. I have to add this part. Uh, she was able to rise to the rank of uh, Command Sergeant Major, uh, which is a very, very difficult thing to do, particularly uh, when you are a Black woman and uh, in this U.S. military. There's a, only a handful of... Uh, Of those people relatively speaking uh get a chance to rise to that occasion Uh, a lot of work went into that there's a bunch going on in her story growing up in philadelphia and um uh being able to serve in the united states military Uh, but she has an incredible brand of which all of those things has informed uh put your hands together and let's welcome yolanda tate Great morning yolanda good to have you
1: it is so great to be here coach thank you so much for this opportunity to share my story
0: I love it i love it yolanda yolanda i want to get into it right away take us mm-hmm. back really quickly your brand and i'm going to have you share with people who you are what you do why you do it who you do it for but i want to get into how did your childhood and how did the military inform your brand take us back
1: well i can tell you just going back being raised in philly um if you know anything about living in the city you got to be tough Because a lot is gonna come at you. I don't care whether you are a male or a female. It's just a different environment when you're living in the city. And so I was raised in a single parent home with just my mom, who is a beautiful, powerful queen that really gave me some valuable lessons in life. But I can also tell you, which is a whole nother story, not having a father or not knowing my father actually kind of did some things to me because I wasn't able to see a really strong male role model until I got older in life. And I will just throw this out there just for fathers in general, to let you know that you are so needed, especially in the lives, not just of our young kings, but also in our queens because they need to see that. But that's a whole nother story. So, But my mom did the best that she could for me and my brother who was six years younger to me. But even when I was young, I was like that go-to for my whole family. I mean, my aunts and uncles, I'm like 10 years old and everybody would come to me just to tell me their problems or they would come to me just for advice as a young child. So I was always that go-to. And then the other thing was I was always into like fitness and sports, not really health and wellness, because I didn't really understand the difference, but I was always that active kind of tomboyish type person growing up. And then I'm not going to lie, I used to have to fight a lot. So you had to fight your way to kind of, you know, prove yourself so nobody would mess with you. And along that way, I had that mindset that, you know, I wanted to be a people pleaser. So it was like I wanted to fit in with the bad crowd, even though I was smart. And I don't know if people remember back in the day when you got your report card, you would have like subjects, behavior, work habits. Well, in subjects. And work habits, I'd be A's and B's, behaviors and be D's. Now, that don't make no sense, but that was because I was trying to fit into that in crowd because my mindset wasn't right back then. But all that kind of informed me and made me want to do more with my life. So as I was leaving high school my mom um actually wanted me to go to college. I had a partial scholarship. However, I was like, my mom can't afford this. And just to go back when I was twelve years old, I told my mom, you know, at eighteen I'm out. I just wanted to see something bigger in life. I wanted to do more than what was happening in Philly. And anybody who lives in the city knows that you can be from one part of the city, like I was raised in South Philly, but also moved to Germantown, but you can be in the city and only know your section. You may know downtown center city, what we call it in Philly, but you don't know anything else. And so I've always been that person that wanted to travel and see the world. And so the military is what kind of, was that opportunity for me. And it was something that I needed because I already had those leadership skills.
0: I love it. I love it. If you're just tuning in, this is We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr. Today, we're talking to Yolanda Tate. She is an influencer. She is a podcaster. Uh, She has an amazing YouTube channel where she talks about health and wellness. We're talking a little bit about her story behind the brand. And one of the things that I need everybody to understand is that no matter who you are in business, I promise you, uh, your story has informed your brand on some level. And I think it's when we lean into that story and we own that story and we're able to articulate that story through the course of our marketing and promotion and things like that, I think it attracts the target client and the people that you're supposed to do business with. Yolanda, you talked a lot about growing up in the inner city or in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, I grew up uh, probably about 150 miles south of you in Baltimore. I do know what it's like to uh, not have options and to only be aware of your street, your neighborhood like. Legit, And unless you had reason to leave, you didn't. For you, the military provided somewhat of an escape, um, an opportunity, I would say, uh, to see and explore the world. Uh, You've risen uh, to the rank of Command Sergeant Major. And for those that don't know, uh, it's the highest uh, rank of a non-commissioned officer possible. I think that probably Command Sergeant Major of the Army is probably only thing really higher, which means you're still the same rank, you just have different responsibilities. So you came from Philly, and you rose to the highest height of that military uh, experience in that career. Talk to us a little bit about that. That couldn't have been easy. And how has that shaped how you show up today?
1: Well, coach, I can tell you it wasn't easy at all, especially being a black female. And I was in the engineer branch, which is mainly predominantly white male, and it falls in that combat arena. Um, so within that engineer branch, you have different areas in it. You have combat engineers, you have construction engineers, and you have geospatial engineers. I actually came in as a geospatial engineer, but with rank, as you talked about, comes with more responsibility. So I was always thrust in that leadership role. And so I kind of got to see all areas of the engineer branch. And so for me, again, being that go to being that leader, it kind of helped me and propelled me in my career. But going back to fitness, this was the real thing. Anybody who has served in the military or no, as a female, I don't care how much you know your technical job, if you are physically fit, people will gravitate to you. And so because I was physically fit and I was like overpowering my male counterparts, I mean, killing them, crushing them on PT tests, anything physical, people always reached out to me. And yes, it's kind of sad that they didn't look at the technical, even though I had it going on when it came to that. But I would just say, if you are physically fit, that kind of helps you in the military. So going back, um, another reason why I would say that I excelled is because I didn't take no for an answer. I was that person that was always like, let me go. What do I need to do to be better? And so if somebody told me, no, you can't have this position or you can't go to this unit, I'd be like, why? I'm like, I don't see any females over there. I don't see any black females over there. So why can't I go? And so that pushed me to really prove myself and to break down barriers so that other females, and especially black females, could have opportunities in the engineer field.
0: I love it. I love it. Yolanda, you know, it's funny to me because, you know, you taking me back, um, I too uh, was an engineer. I was a combat engineer, 12 Bravo. And the truth of the matter is, is that I know when I came through, there were no females in our unit, period. It was a combat unit. It was those days uh, when females were integrating that part of the military. Obviously, they're all throughout the military, but there was all kinds of political uh, wrangling and whatnot uh, about whether or not women should fight and whether or not they should fight. on the front line and the whole nine yards. Here's the thing I love about what you said. The fact of the matter is, is that you were showing up overtaking your male counterparts and it made people stop and take notice. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to fitness and health, when you show up and you are dominating your industry, what comes with that? Because I gotta believe that particularly in the military, all attention wasn't good attention. And I want you to kind of unpack a little bit about how do you navigate the attention when it might not be positive and how do you turn it into a positive? I know I probably threw you off with that
1: one. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I was trying to hit get off of me. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, with that one, I would just say, um, Throughout my military career, I really didn't, and I'm going to be honest, I really didn't experience any negative pushback um, because I was always out front. Um, I think when you, you show up and you just made a good point, the first step to winning in anything is just by showing up. That's the hardest thing, and I was always showing up. So I don't care if somebody said anything negative about me or they, you know, didn't agree with my leadership style. That Something like that is always going to happen. But my heart was always into taking care of people and the mission. And so that's what matters. And people see that. They generally can feel mm-hmm. if you are, are authentic, you're real, you're transparent. And as a leader for me, it's about being present. When people see you, and they know you there, and Mm -hmm. they know you care, then you don't have any issues and you don't have to deal with that negativity.
0: I love it. I love it. If you're just tuning in, this is We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm talking to Yolanda Tate, retired Command Sergeant Major. She is a brand uh, specialist in terms of the whole health and wellness industry. I want to get into that a little bit, Yolanda. Uh, You have since retired. I love the fact that you said that when you show up, that in of itself is attractive. And when people really know that you care, they'll rock with you. Um, Talk to me a little bit about how that's skill set has informed your brand now. I know that you work in the contractor space. Uh, You do have a nine to five. Uh, I know that you have opportunities to be a speaker and executives are bringing you into their corporations to talk and to motivate and to teach and train uh, some of their uh, folks on the whole idea of how health and wellness uh, plays in the workplace. Uh, But talk to us a little bit about how those leadership skills sort of transfer.
1: Oh, my goodness. In the military, we all know we have a lot of soft soft skills that uh, come with serving in the military that a lot of people who transition out the military don't take advantage of. And one of those things is being a team builder. And that's kind of that's definitely attractive when we're talking about in the corporate space. But also in business now, those same skills as far as those leadership skills, understanding the importance of of organizational wellness and your personal wellness. Is So key in order to increase productivity in your business Um, readiness is so important. So for me in my brand, it is all about health and wellness and not just about fitness, because, again, for me growing up, I used to think that just being physically fit mean that you was well and that's not the case. I used to bodybuild. So for five years, I I was a bodybuilder and I did pretty good in the amateur space. But I can tell you as a bodybuilder, people think that you are healthy and fit, and that's not the case. A lot of people do things that they're not supposed to be doing, and that's not healthy. And so with my brand, it is all about health and wellness, not about losing weight, not about just being muscular or anything like that. That's all the stuff that's on the outside. But what's important, is what you do with your body and your mind on the inside is what counts. And so that's what I concentrate on and that's what my brand is all about.
0: I absolutely love it, guys. If you're just tuning in, welcome to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr., and I'm getting a chance to catch up with uh, a young lady who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. I actually get to work with her um, in, in the coaching space. Uh, I work with her in her business and helping her build things. Uh, but Yolanda Tate is really helping us understand how growing up in Philadelphia, uh, going into the military, rising to the rank of command sergeant major, has now informed not only her leadership, but her brand Uh, she's a health and wellness coach and I want to kind of stay right there for a second Yolanda and I kind of want you to unpack your brand I need you to reset for a second and I need you to give everybody uh, your four clarity questions who are you what do you do why do you do it and who do you do it for and then we're gonna lean a little bit into the why because I think that quite frankly you know not everybody that comes from the military makes it in corporate America they certainly don't make it um, as an entrepreneur you talked a lot about your soft skills and them being able to translate because you leaned into them. So come on, give us who you are, what you do, why you do it, who you do it for. And I'm going to unpack just a little bit about your why and how that's causing you to show up.
1: Awesome. Well, who am I? I am a leader, a wellness coach, a consultant, a speaker, and I am the owner and CEO of Elevate to Wellness LLC. I'm also a 29-year U.S. Army retired Command Sergeant Major. So what my business is all about, what I do is I educate, empower, and equip Gen X executives, small businesses, and nonprofits to invest in their holistic wellness um, from a personal and organizational wellness perspective so they can increase their productivity and performance which thus will help them to increase their profitability the big why now there's several reasons why i do this my first thing is i just have a passion for helping others to transform their lives i have been doing this since Around 1993, when I became a leader in the United States Army, I have coached, mentored, and empowered men and women uh, to increase their individual readiness. And so that is something that I have always been passionate about. The other thing, from a personal wellness perspective, as a leader and being a black female in a male dominated industry in the military and in corporate because i'm in the it industry right now and i'm a program manager and i am the only black female man uh, program manager in my division and i will tell you that sometimes at the top it gets lonely because you're the go-to and you feel like you don't have a go-to for yourself. So from a personal wellness perspective, the reason why I do this is because I truly understand how tiring it can be as a female, just wearing that superwoman cape all the time and having that facade that you're strong on the outside, but on the inside, at times you're falling apart because you just lose your identity in your career and in others, and you don't take care of yourself from a mindset perspective. And so that's so important why that inner work, why I concentrate on that in my brand and in my business. And then from an organizational wellness perspective, I would just say again, those soft skills and being a leader in the military for so long, I truly understand how imperative it is for you as a business uh, owner, you are still a leader in your business and you have to promote growth and have a culture within your organization, whether your business is only two people or a hundred people, you still have to promote uh, that growth mindset from a top down level so that you can show people that they are valued and that they are worthy within your business by putting things in place for them to invest in their holistic wellness, not just for them, but also for the organization.
0: I love it, Yolanda. Listen, um, I'm honored. Um, I'm honored, I'm proud. Um, I get to watch you grow every single day and uh the impact that you're making in that corporate space that you get to work in um i'm going to invite you to hang around after we finish uh this show and we're going to talk to some people live um in order to be able to help them work some things out i think you're a beacon i think you are absolutely a lighthouse uh not only for women but for men Uh, i'm inspired every time i hear you speak and uh, i just want to thank you not only for your service But Yolanda, I want to thank you for your mindset because you chose to change that and we all get to benefit from that. And so if there's any closing words, maybe there's a place where uh, you can help uh, people or people can work with you on any level. Uh, Let's talk to them about that. And uh, I appreciate you for pulling up today.
1: Well, thank you, Coach. I really appreciate it. Um, It's just one thing that I want to leave. Um, real quick. Before I talk about things that I am doing, um, I talk to people a lot. And so for me, I am a recovering perfectionist. So I always kind of run toward things because I want to be perfect or I want to be that one that overcomes it. But at times I hold myself back because I'm not allowing myself to make mistakes and to jump right into things. And so I will tell you, that's something that I'm leaning toward. And in February, February 26th to be exact, I set the date, I'm actually gonna be doing a free web uh, workshop called Overcoming Perfection and how you can stop that inner voice, voice from holding you back. And so I will be promoting that soon. But also from another perspective, I had to learn where social media was not something that i liked and being in the military i really did not get on social media at all until uh 2020 is when i started to really start using social media so now i'm proud to say that i've been active on social media and so um, you can reach me at all social media platforms at M Tape 123 But the two that I really use a lot right now that I'm promoting is LinkedIn. I will tell everyone, do not sleep on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, there are so many great things about that pr- platform. And many people think that LinkedIn is just from a p- perspective. Professional perspective if you're seeking a job, but it's so much more with networking on LinkedIn. So definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, I have a newsletter that I have out there. Also, my website is Elevate to the number two wellness. If you sign, if you go to my website, you can sign up for my weekly emails, and I send out a detailed email every Monday with tips and strategies to help you to elevate with your health and wellness. This and coach, you mentioned it earlier, my YouTube channel. I am just starting out as a YouTube tuber, and so I definitely would love if people would go and help me grow my YouTube, and that is at Yolanda M Tate. So again, coach, thank you so much for this. This was a great opportunity.
0: Listen, no, the pleasure's all mine, Yolanda. No, I absolutely love it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, retired command sergeant major, Yolanda Tate, my friend, my client, and uh, I want y'all to go follow her. Go follow her on YouTube, even if you're listening to this uh, podcast two years from now. I don't. She, Listen to what I know about her. She's consistent as a hot iron, and she'll be there for you. Uh, I appreciate you, Yolanda, and thank you so much for pulling up today on this edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this. And if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good and we'll talk soon.